1: everybody. Welcome to Simplified Chaos. This is Jillian, and I'm with Nicholas, my co-host and my partner in all things. Not all things, but you know, most of things.
0: (laughs) What's going on, folks? (laughs) Hope y'all are having an amazing week. We have another great episode here for you, as always. We are continuing our evolution series. So, Jillian, what are we going to be evolving on today?
1: We're evolving in our... uh, fitness health movement journey all those things under I like that umbrella it.
0: yeah lots of things have changed
1: a little bit yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: listening to some old episodes was interesting
1: It <laughs> was so funny my man.
0: goodness <laughs> i might have to eat some crow in this one but we'll we'll see about that
1: oh is that an expression yeah i've never heard of that
0: Oh, okay eat some crow yeah we'll have to look that up later
1: Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but before we dive into all the good things, we'd love to show some gratitude. So, Jilly, what are you grateful for this week?
1: I am... I guess I can still count this. Um, it's still in my in my heart, in my spirit right now. It's our getaway to Baltimore. And ah, um, we were there for... Which is
0: the reason why we didn't have an episode last week.
1: <laughs> it is. And, you know, we were seizing travel and making it happen. We... um had the opportunity to um, help my friend out in Baltimore. She has two lovely pups and she was going away. So we were able to dog sit, but also like use her home as like a little Airbnb, quote unquote, and have some, some adventures there. And go walking in the city and Lucille learned her street smart skills and <laughs> how to walk dogs and you know how to it was cute we were carrying like treats and she was telling them when to sit and when to go eat and help me you know feed the dogs and all of the things that come along with just living somewhere else and enjoying that and differences so it was it was so fun and I got like two date nights one with you and I really miss that place you we went to Gunther and Company the oysters were divine and the Spot cocktails were on. so good it's This beef tartare oh my god i still think about that and then i was able to go out with one of my good friends and have some delicious sushi so it was just a really fabulous experience and i want to do it again so if anybody needs dog sitters <laughs> or you want just a really cool family to kind of watch your house by your way please hit us up because i would totally do that again in a heartbeat and the offer stands for anyone else when we travel, if you want to come hang out and we trust you and know you, like, come on. Come on over. Come enjoy the mountains.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. good to be back in the old stomping grounds.
1: It was. It's it's funny just saying we were visiting Baltimore. I'm like, Baltimore used to be like my hometown.
0: I used to just... go there every weekend, either that or Annapolis.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I basically grew up there my grandparents and all. So it's funny just to be there as a tourist. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's changed a lot over the years, too. So it's always fun to go back and just see what new... Buildings, apartments, restaurants, what they have evolving in that cool city.
0: Yeah, it was great.
1: Yeah, what about you?
0: I'm grateful for just being able to go with the flow. We had a very fun evening on Friday, and we were able to just kind of go with the flow on that. So Mm. yeah, so we had a friend who is a softball coach and happened to be playing, her team happened to be playing at james madison university which is about an hour and 10 minutes from us so we're like yeah we'll uh we'll catch up with you after your game and and grab dinner so we started heading out that way and we were kind of heading out that way just knowing that we're meeting up and her games were just finishing up so the communication wasn't really there just because she was coaching at the time but we're on our way and you know she had to feed her team you know this is a you know a smaller school so they have to like you know make sure that their their players are fed and all that stuff so we're like well how about we just go out to dinner and then we'll meet you up for drinks afterwards so jill and i had a very lovely dinner and then unfortunately she wasn't feeling well after that so like we weren't actually able to meet up with her at all but we were able to find a speakeasy yes we had to knock on a door there was a red light in the alley and just had to to figure it out and we did and had some delicious cocktails before venturing back to to our home. So like it was just an awesome evening that, you know, you know, would we have loved this scene or that would have been great, but you know, we had a great night together and made the most of it and would love to go back to Harrisonburg to check out right. some more of that that scene. So it was just an all around fun trip fun time
1: and the music they were playing at the speakeasy it was not typically music no. you would think they would be playing at a speakeasy
0: <laughs> straight early's alternative i know it was Man, great it
1: was jamming out it was, it was early really fun.
0: 2000s yeah <laughs> a lot of a lot of memories from from younger days yeah yeah so no that was good stuff
1: mm, that was a good one i completely forgot even though it wasn't that long ago
0: <laughs> go ebbing and flowing baby
1: yeah no 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 that's um the silver lining in Plans canceling. so how you show up in it, right?
0: That's right. Mm. So, all right. So before we dive into our topic today, we're talking health, food, all kinds of stuff, fitness. want to reference a couple episodes here that we'll, we'll be tagging along. And if you wanted to go back and listen to them, we'd highly encourage that as well. Especially if you want to hear me spit off some nonsense. <laughs> it's not nonsense. It wasn't nonsense at the time but it might be. But episode six, which was called meal planning, was January 28th, 2019. Episode 26, simplifying fitness, June 24th, 2019. Episode 30, cutting through the BS of healthy eating. That is the episode I am referring to. July 22nd, 2019. And episode 31, get your ass outside. Yes, we wholeheartedly still believe that. July 29th, 2019. So that's your homework for this episode or your Post episode listening pleasure. But Jilly, how do you want to start this one off?
1: <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about fitness first.
0: Yeah, that has changed, I think, dramatically, should I say?
1: Um, yes and no. I feel like for me it's it's slightly shifted. But for you, I think it's it's really shifted. Yeah. Um because you're not playing softball anymore on the weekends.
0: No, no. My, my fitness four years ago, for what it's worth, was playing softball with my friends while drinking beer. You know, I guess that's a little counterintuitive, but hey, I was out there running around. Um, but, you know, mostly doing some things here and there, maybe some some pull-ups with the pull-up bar, maybe some push-ups, but not, you know, rigorously working out.
1: Yeah. I forgot you were doing like, um, a up challenge. You would do that on and off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You
0: know, every now and then that would spring up, but you know, I wasn't, I'm not a runner. I'm still not a runner. That's never going to change. I I don't enjoy jogging. That is just (laughs) not my bag. For those of you who are runners, God bless you. I, I just can't do that. Um, but you know, for me, the biggest change and I would say a lot of this, and I know for, for those of you who've been listening with us for a long time, though, I'm kind of, I just turned 41. Um, but last year when I turned 40, I guess you can say I had a midlife calling is what we're calling it, not a midlife crisis. <laughs> and I've been really just keen in on my health. And this year has been no fur- you know, no different. I was sitting in a sauna not too long ago, and I was realizing that I have not done anything to really like put on muscle. And I know muscle is important when you get older, maintaining muscle, it it helps, you know, with joints and everything like that. And I was like, I have just done a shit job at that. Like I wasted my younger years not putting on any muscle. So I'm like, okay, I need to pick up a routine. And now I'm actually going to the gym four days a week, doing a workout program that will hopefully put on some muscle. It's called the big but boring workout. My brother, Um, bestowed that workout upon me as he used to be a power lifter. And so that was the one that really helped him put on a lot of muscle mass. Mm -hmm. So I've started in that. And now I'm going to the gym four days a week during lunch, cut my walking down a little bit, but it's uh, so far so good. I'm only three weeks in, but I am probably more stoked than ever than whenever I had a gym membership before. So Mm -hmm. I said a lot of things about, not waking up early going to the gym. I still don't wake up early to go to the gym, but now with working from home, I'm, I'm able to step out at lunch, do a 40 minute gym session and still come back and have 20 minutes to eat. Our gym is literally across the street from our house, which is awesome. We've never had that convenience before either. So our season of life has changed. My perspective on fitness has changed and here I am
1: putting on muscle. Yeah. And you're not even gone that long. Like,
0: no, it's, it's literally 40 yeah. minutes. It may be a little bit more as I continue to kind of progress. But right now, the workout that I'm doing really requires eight sets of the same exercise.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> and then there's just some other things like I did some some ab work today as well. But yeah, yeah, just trying to mix in some more stuff. But at the same time, not completely overwhelming my body since I have not lifted weights literally in like, 10 years wow maybe huge huge changes here yeah
1: well it's funny like listening to me i mean postpartum is basically now still too it's like after you have a baby but it was pretty pretty close to like not far after giving birth and um healing after birth was interesting for me and I remember hearing my voice on the podcast about fitness, just saying, I'm just glad I can get on a bike. And It's God's truth, man. My perception then was just like, I'm grateful that I can walk without having any pain or discomfort. I can get on a bike and I still feel like I'm, I'm kind of there. I feel just grateful that I'm able to walk every day. I don't want to do anything silly to like Alter that because I I realize that just the joy that I get from walking and I'm okay being a professional walker for the rest of my life. Um, I don't run. Um, I have been biking a lot more. We did get invested in an e-bike. If you call that exercise, I mean, it's just a reason (laughs) for me to get outside and feel the wind in my hair. You do some pedaling. I do pedaling, but is there much to pedal? Not It's very assisted. It is. And I'm grateful for that. Um, But yeah, I feel like we do a lot of hiking these days and... When I can, I'll, um, and when I'm feeling it, like I did have a heavy season of yoga at home and I kind of have been taking a break and I took a, like a really rigorous yoga class, um, on a getaway with a friend. That was really awesome, but I don't know. I haven't really felt called to do yoga consistently and I probably, maybe we'll get back into it. We'll, we'll see. Um, But yeah, I'm trying to think. Like I pick up heavy things mostly, Lucille, every day, (laughs) and every every now and then I'll pick up some kettlebells and walk around the house. And um, I try to do squats every day. Whether that's picking, usually I try to do them while I'm lifting Lucille, and I'll just do some squats with her. But I don't have like a regimen. I don't have a strategic plan, um, a program. It is literally um, life, (laughs) movement in life that I'm trying to feel good, stay strong, you know, that may evolve. Maybe when I'm feeling more vital and 100% in my health, I feel like I've been having some some journeys where I'm, I don't feel like 100% to like start something that may be slightly rigorous just because I don't want to backpedal in my, my healing. Right. So I definitely see that in my future and I'm excited about that. But right now it's definitely a season of light, um, pausing <laughs> in anything rigorous like that. But the main thing for me is just getting outside and being, whether that's walking, sitting, biking, scootering on Lucille's scooter, you know, what have you. Um, I try to hang every time there's a playground. Anytime I can find a pole, I'm hanging just to keep that in practice because I I really built up some good strength when I was like a teacher. Like I would do monkey bars every day and I could finally like do them. And I was like, oh my God, I've never felt so strong (laughs) doing monkey bars. And so I still try to hang as much as possible just to, keep that strength up and my calluses and my hands up and yeah, it's been, I feel good. I feel good in my body. I feel good where I am. And like you, Nick, I, I want to get stronger. So I do try to pick up things, mostly Lucille, but I think I'll eventually like to pick up more, more heavy things and do that thing. But it's just not right now.
0: Yeah. You'll know when you're ready. Like for me, I knew I was ready. It was just like one of those Eureka moments is like, I need to do this and I want to do this. I I guess in the past, I always thought of fitness and stuff like that as a chore. Like I could be doing other things. Why do I need to be lifting weights? But now I just see it as a vital component for life and for longevity and Mm. just strength and and whatnot. So it's just been, it's been a journey. It's it's taken me 41 years, 41 years to get to this point, but it's just something that I felt called to and, I'm really digging it right now. Like I'm I'm in it. I've got my spreadsheets and everything <laughs> to to track this whole thing. So I'm just really excited about it and I realized that from this whole health journey that we've kind of been on and we've we've talked about it in our past episodes and we'll talk a little bit more about it today because that has certainly evolved over the last 4 years. But I've realized that things just don't happen overnight. Like you can't expect results the second week, the fourth week, the third month into these things. Yes, you'll you'll see some noticeable changes, but you're not gonna see the full-on results you have to put in the work. And I think that's been like the biggest thing that I've taken away from this whole journey is that just stay the course, trust what you're doing is working, and ultimately the results will come, and it's it's been true.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that overall, like looking at health, fitness, movement we definitely have evolved in that we see we're looking at life in a wider lens versus a very narrow lens like now as we're getting well now that you're in your 40s and i'm getting in late 30s it's we definitely see how can i build the best body and vitality to last me as i age and it's definitely really wasn't in the forefront before it was kind of maybe survival mode like we have a baby we have a (laughs) full-time job we still want to have fun like We just don't want to be overly stressed, but now it's like, we I feel like we have more space in our minds and in our life to like add in and think about like, where do I see myself in five years? Where do I see myself in 10 years? And I hope to God I'm still biking and swimming and hiking when I'm like in my sixties and my seventies. And now is when it starts, you know, it's like in order to take care of that vessel, we have to do those things now. So I feel like overall, we just have this much wider view of how we take care of our body and, and to kind of go into like, um, even just like taking care of it when it comes to like ailments, like I think before we had this very Western medicine view of like, here's my symptom. How can I fix that part of my body? Because we didn't know enough then we didn't really educate ourselves to understand more about that. But now it's like, we have an ailment somewhere in our body. We're like, all right, how do I get to the root cause of this? I don't just gonna go and get a prescription and fix it because I know it's not going to be a long-term fix. We're looking at the wider lens now when it comes to everything in health. It's like, how can I nurture or n- nourish my whole being and, you know, lifestyle changes, social and emotional, you know, mindset. So now we're seeing how like everything is connected and takes a lot of time and patience to like do the thing to help you feel like hundred percent how you want to feel. So I definitely see that evolvement for sure in how we look at anything involving like our body.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And this is the perfect time for us to really start getting into these things because Lucille's at an age where she's like really likes emulating and mimicking the things that we're doing. And so I was going to the gym the other day and she goes into the closet and we have like these little two and a half pound (laughs) weights that are in there, these little red things she pulls them out and she's like, look, Papa, I'm getting muscles. And she's doing like shoulder presses with those things. I was like, my goodness, like she, she gets it. Like she's getting excited about those things. So it's a good opportunity for us to start modeling that kind of, yeah. I don't want to say behavior, but, you know, modeling good health and what good health looks like for, for her. And we've, we've of course been doing that when it comes to food and getting outside and whatnot. Like, you know, we, we really tried to live what we preach and so she's she's getting all of that as as we continue on this journey
1: and i think as powerful as her seeing our actions and what we do whether that's like taking time to sit and enjoy nature and like soak in that for our mind or like lift weights for our body i think also what pairs with that is just the verbiage we use and i try to instill that in lucille so that way you know, like, how does your body feel today? Like, mama, why do you do that? I was like, well, it makes me feel really good. So that way she knows I'm not, I'm not just doing it because I'm doing, like, I see something, someone's telling me to do it. This is what I think you should do. You know, that's the one size fits all. Like that's going to be, make you fit. It's like, this is what feels really good for me right now. And so when we have conversations like mama, why don't you do yoga anymore? And you're like, you know, right now I'm just, my body doesn't need yoga. So I'm doing this instead. Mm -hmm. So that way it instills in her to just trust her instincts and to listen. Now there is going to be some uncomfortable, like pushing, obviously when you, you do things, it's like that friction is like, Oh, it's going to be really uncomfortable, but I know the benefits. So it's like this trying to balance out. I'm listening to my body when I know it's time to slow down, but I also want to show her like what you're doing is that you know what, sometimes it's not going to be really fun, but I know that it's in the long run, it's going to make me strong and capable so we can do what we want to do. So I think pairing like both is kind of powerful as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, you have to put in the work. It's never going to be easy. It's, and we need to, I don't want to say suffer, but we need to have our, we need to have pain. You need to have extremes. And, and you're part of the, I've come up with like a really good routine. And and a lot of it is just things that I wasn't even considered. Like in 2019, I thought I was in good health. And there was just a lot of things that I realized that it was just normalized. It wasn't really common or wasn't necessarily good health. Like my bowel movements were horrible, Mm. horrible. And I've, I've switched my diet and now I actually have what is considered a normal bowel movement. So things that, you know, that are quote unquote normalized because it's not really normal, but we're told that you don't have to do X, Y, and Z or, or whatnot. I, I, I'm not with that anymore. So like some of the things that I'm, I'm doing right now that are just helping out and there are difficult things to do. I know Jill's going to laugh at me, but cold showers in the morning is, is one of those things. Like it is a mental exercise. You have to get amped up to, to go ahead and do that. And you're not comfortable in here when you're going to do that either. Like it is, it is a challenge, but it is good for your body. There is proven scientific evidence that cold exposure, purposeful cold exposure, and even heat exposure. So sauna, which is another thing that we've been doing are good for your body. They're good for your longevity. They're good for your health. Another thing that I've been doing is just early morning sun. Getting outside and just walking for 10 minutes as the sun is rising, getting that light in my eyes. And no, I'm not wearing sunglasses anymore. I've ditched sunglasses. I used to wear sunglasses all the time. I don't wear them at all but anymore. Nick, they
1: look so cool, man. I know.
0: I know. The Wayfarers, you know, yeah. I had It's all like them cigarettes,
1: self. right? No. Exactly. <laughs> they're not that damaging. But I
0: want natural light in my eyes. I'm trying to get as much vitamin D as possible because it's great for health. Grounding, actually walking in bare feet rather than shoes all the time. Like just doing these small things that, you know, promote health and longevity. And and it took a while for us to to figure it out. It took a lot of research. It took a lot of listening to other podcasts. We're still
1: figuring it out. And we're still figuring it out.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Like I'm still making changes. I'm I'm buying books on things and you know, getting ready to probably ditch coffee because of a book I'm reading right now. So Uh. I know.
1: I don't want to read it, but I do. <laughs> I know.
0: It's crazy, but yeah, it's it's one of those things where I don't wanna to have to to rely on modern medicine or pharmaceutical or anything like that to get me through life. Like I want to get through it as naturally as possible and it means putting in the work now in order to hopefully live a very thriving life later on. Like that's, that's my goal right now is like, I'm putting this work in now so that when I'm hopefully 80, 90 years old, I'm still doing what I want to do without any restrictions.
1: Yeah. And I think that's something, I don't really know if we had that close of a mind when it came to like fitness and health, maybe I did when it came to like nutrition. Cause I really did think I was doing the best that I could, but I think now, so we are just, we're owning that like your health is all about little experiments and it's all about listening to to see how you feel also look at science like there's like a balance of everything right it's like you want to feel that you want to look at the science you also want to listen to some experts but you also still want to listen to like what feels right for me so it's like this crazy juggling act of like all of the things there's no one size fits all it's it's just progress over perfection all the time and it takes so much patience like and i right now on this healing journey of like changing my diet it could be so easy to go back to the way i was eating but i know like in the long run like all of this oxalate dumping all of the stuff that's happening right now with my body it's gonna be better in the long run and that's yep. the wider lens like Yes, it's really uncomfortable now, but it's also really freaking empowering. I'm, I'm learning a lot of information about this journey and about myself. I'm taking supplements for the first time, which I've never done. So I'm learning more about natural remedies to kind of help balance out and, and just help with digestion. So it's just definitely like I'm ready to, to be uncomfortable now in order to to feel better in the long run. And so much mindset work. I think I was telling you, like, I didn't realize how powerful mindset work would be until now on this healing journey. Like I almost took for granted how amazing I felt before and then all of a sudden I'm like, shit, like I really <laughs> have to prime my mind. Like I'm not dying. Uh, I'm like sometimes, do I have cancer? Do I have blood clots? Like, you know, you go down the rabbit hole of all the things you think you're having based on like tiny symptoms you have or things you feel.
0: Google and it, is your worst enemy. Oh,
1: but it's like, it could be valid, yes. But I'm just like, I know it's, I know it's my mind like just going down those those avenues. And I have to say, I think the biggest thing for me is been reading spiritual books, like good people that prime my mind, journaling, like that is the fitness for my mind right now that I am really honing in on now. Um So that's been like, yeah, the primary driver in fitness is like my mind, which is totally part of it. I probably wouldn't have even talked about mine before, but now I'm seeing how all everything's, Julie everything's connected. That's
0: right. It's a beautiful thing. It is. It is. And you touched upon nutrition, which is another area that we've completely changed. You know, we've, we've done episodes on meal planning and whatnot because of the complexity of our diet before. And our diet has become very simplified at this point. And it's just, again, like the changes in the diet have made me feel better. It's made my digestion much better. Like I'm just noticing all these great benefits. I haven't seen any like negative effects to it. Like my oxalate dumping was was rather light compared to what you're going through with, with oxalate dumping right now. So we've had completely different experiences. But one of the things that I said earlier in one of our episodes was that i i started ragging on the low carb diets mm. like the atkins <laughs> and stuff like that and i was just like well, we need carbs we need the energy that it's producing and lo and behold i don't believe that anymore based on some of the stuff that i'm consuming at this point point. and for those of you who've been with us for a while know that i am gone to a completely carnivore diet so, I'm basically eating meat, eggs, butter, and milk is essentially my my diet at this point. Got some cheese. Cheese. Yep. Some dairy stuff in there. So, I've gone to that. None of those things have carbs in it. And I'm thriving. Like, I, I, I don't believe that your body needs carbs anymore. I don't believe that your body needs vegetables or sugars and all that stuff i've I've essentially cut out the sugars and all of that stuff and and just the change has been great and i know that it just sounds crazy like with with carnivore and not eating vegetables and grains and all that stuff because it's part of the food pyramid it's part of what's always been dictated to us as, as what is the right way to live as human beings but i mean the truth of the matter is a lot of the food that we consume today has only been around for the last 70 80 years maybe a hundred years like it wasn't food as what food used to be so i've challenged myself just to do some more research on those things and you know to try this carnivore diet out and so far like it's worked for me it may not work for everybody but i will say that i've seen a lot of success stories on it from people curing some pretty crazy, uh, arthritis, um, a lot of other autoimmune things, autoimmune yeah. things out there. And so I would just say, you know, give it a look if you're, if you're looking to make a change or if you, if there's something that's, um, you know, ailing you at, at some point, you know, look into it, you know, of course, do your research, you know, talk to doctors and nutritionists. Like we, we consult with our doctor about it. I don't know if she's, 100% on board with it. But, you know, we at least consult with her and she's, at the end of the day, giving us the advice, you know, that she would give. So we're, we're in the care of somebody who who's kind of overlooking everything, who can do labs for us. But, yeah, I no longer am a believer in carbs and that they're necessary for energy because fat is also an energy source. And that's what I'm burning now.
1: Yeah, and again, there is no nutrition or medical advice in this no, this is our no. personal journey this is trace. just our
0: personal journey and what where we're at um, i however am not full carnivore
1: i do eat a lot more meat than i used to which has been really pretty radically fun so but i still i feel like i've really cut down on my vegetable intake even fruit intake although i don't i eat blueberries now but i, I don't I eat apples from time to time it's a good fruit for you um <laughs> Uh, it's, it's just interesting. Like, like you said, it's really uncomplicated. I feel like because the the basis of our diet has been like really good source meat, um, high quality dairy and you know, f- good water. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty minimal, but, um, I still eat like really good fermented sourdough and I still eat some other carbs. So I'm listening to my body. And again, that's, that's the whole journey is like checking in with you yourself to see how you feel on it. I think it's amazing that Nick is thriving on it. I, however, when I first did it, it was not, it was a really hard transition. And then I was having some complications. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to tailor back and I'm going to add in some other things because it wasn't working right then. And I'm feeling pretty good. Not a hundred percent, but, um, again, I'm on the journey of healing and hopefully one day i'll be on here and talking to everyone about how i'm on the other side and giving other people like hope that you can do this with every journey you're going through like the struggle is real but yeah yeah, i hope i can go back and listen to this and be like oh fuck i remember
0: that time (laughs) it was hard but definitely have to do another evolving Mm. series one day one
1: day yeah but yeah i will say it feels lighter like I know, like fitness, nutrition, health—that load can feel really overwhelming. And okay. I'm grateful that it doesn't feel. The only part that feels heavy is like the healing journey, and I need all of the energy to kind of help mm-hmm. with that. So um, I'm grateful that our meals are simple. the The source of it is very is like amazing quality, and I'm grateful that we are investing in that and spending really good money on what goes in our body. Because yeah. um, I know we're all benefiting from it. And Lucille is too. So it's it's been it's just good to know that.
0: And the transition doesn't happen overnight either. Like this is Yeah. Where we're at right now is literally about a year in the making. It's taken us a year to kind of get to this part where we're we're still making changes. Like it started with food first and then it started with the grounding and outdoors and sunlight and morning routines with cold showers like that happened like in the summertime of last year and then now like this fitness thing is evolving so like this has been like a staged approach like it's pretty radical what we've done in the last year as far as like where we were and where we're at now and and let alone the four years ago when we we first started talking about these things so it is a journey. You have to love the process. You know, you have to have the the end in mind and, and just really enjoy those steps, those small achievements you take getting to where you want to be. So like that's really where the joy has been in all this is, is just the journey and, and just kind of seeing how we're making these tweaks here and then just how positive those things have been. So again, kind of like with the whole weightlifting thing, as I was mentioning earlier, like you're not going to see results in the first week or the first month or the maybe even the first three months, but month four, month six, and then you're going to continue to just kind of see those, those results um, progress. And that's when you really like, you know what, i made the right choice. You know, I'm going to stick with this. And hopefully you don't fall back on on onto old habits. Um, you know, do I go to a store and see a a huge Cinnabon and want to devour the shit out of it? Yes. All the time. Do I get myself permission to do that every now and then? Yes, I do. I'm not 100% carnivore all the time. I am human. But the the fact is I don't get off that wagon and, and fall back into those things. I enjoy it for that moment. I note how I feel after that moment. And then I continue moving forward doing what I'm doing.
1: And I think I think something else I want to add that we haven't really covered, and it's just a small blurb, but it's a powerful blurb, um, just about finding community that people who are open-minded and you can talk to about this. Yes. And even just the social aspect of like your friends, like that is totally part of the package deal. Like that connection piece, like this is part of health is just scheduling nights where I can go out with friends just to have some time away from Lucille, away from Nick have trips by myself. Like I think all of those Ooh, phone fell, um, I think, so that's, unprofessional. I think that's a part of the health journey that we really didn't talk about because we didn't really see it as like this huge holistic approach of like social, emotional. So the community, the people you hang out with, making sure you have time for like good conversations, like quality, just quality humans in your life. I think that's so helpful as well in the journey of just, you know, trying to be your best self, trying to feel your,
0: your best. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to drop here before we dive into our resources?
1: No, I think that's...
0: I think we covered it. We've evolved.
1: We have indeed. It was fun. Yeah. Going back down memory lane and just listening to some of those old podcasts and laughing my ass off hearing you talk about, you need carbs. And I'm like, Nick doesn't even eat carbs now. Yeah. And that was a great reminder that...
0: Eating some crow.
1: hell this in black and white. Don't be dogmatic, you know? Be open. Yeah, (laughs) just to keep on this open journey of changing and
0: growing. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Jilly, drop that resource.
1: Okay. I found a blog post that... Oh, no, that's the wrong one. Sorry about
0: that. Uh, Um, We're not deleting this, by the way. (laughs) We do not edit our podcast unless something (laughs) drastic happens. Um,
1: It's by Chopra. Chopra, I always forget how to say his name. This is my wife, Chopra. No. <laughs> the title is Seven Lifestyle Shifts to Harness Your Body's Wisdom to Feel Vibrant. Definitely dive in and see more. Um, but I just wanted to talk about, just share the seven things. Um, number one, listen. Just like a good conversation requires both speaking and listening, good health means listening to what your body is telling you. Amen. Yeah. Sleep. I'm just going to say that because
0: sleep is huge.
1: If you don't know about sleep, please dive into sleep. (laughs) Literally Um, breathe. Almost every mother knows the power of breath during childbirth. It has been used to help focus and relieve pain. When a child has a temper tantrum, you can tell them to take deep breaths. Just goes on about like the importance of breath. And I think that's something else that's not normalized and talked about, you know, Um, another one is move. There is no medication or nutritional supplement that even comes close to having all of the effects exercise does. Bottom line. So, the power movement. Smile. I like that one. Every single time you smile, um, it begins a little chain reaction that increases your potential for future well being, which I think is so rad to think about. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm in the car and I've, I feel like I have a resting bitch face. <laughs> and just be like, randomly, I'm like, Nope, I'm going to smile. And it always makes me feel better. And I'm like, I'm going to turn that frown upside down.
0: I don't know that you really have a resting bitch face. Or
1: maybe that's just how I feel. Like when I haven't felt like I've shown any expression. Because <laughs> when you're in a car, like you don't really show much expression. You know what I mean? Touché. You're just like focused on the road. But every once in a while, well, I'll just catch myself. And I'm like, I'm going to smile. I probably look like Wednesday Addams when she's like attempting to smile for the first time. Oh, it just God. looks a little creepy. <laughs> um, anyway. Good reference. And um, I think there's two more um, fuel with good things prop powering your body with proper nutrition thoughts and environments is also extremely important. And I love that they included environments. That's something we probably yeah. didn't talk about. And the last one is meditate. I think this is something that we're both going to be evolving into spend a little time each day looking inward and reflecting Everything seems to work better after it has been unplugged, including you. And I feel like we do this. It just looks and sounds different. Yeah. Like when we're in the sauna, when we're outside in nature, hearing birds chirp. Like today, I was like in awe at like hearing this conversation the birds were having. And it was just... I was just in awe at like listening to it. I'm like, this has got to be some form of meditation because it feels really good in my body right
0: now. Yeah. Well, but- if you all need a good bird translator, Jill's got you covered. <laughs> she understood the entire conversation.
1: I could just hear their song. It was like one was right above me in the tree doing this specific song. And then I could hear the same song from like a little bit further away. And I was like, I don't think I've ever heard like birds communicating this clearly. And I was just like, this is so fucking rad. <laughs>
0: I'm okay. like, I'm going to poop on this woman before me.
1: <laughs> it's good luck, Nick. It happened to be in Sweden and they said it was good luck. So I believe them. I guess so. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the end.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, how about that quote of the day then there, Jilly?
1: Okay. I have a quote by Rumi. Rumi. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Be kind to yourself, dear, to our innocent follies Forget any sounds or touch you knew that did not help you dance. You will come to see that all evolves thus.
0: Very nice. I liked it. I do too. All right. And your take action challenge for this week is?
1: Listen to what feels right and then do something about it.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I like it. Nice work there, Jilly. Thank you, sir. On the fly, as always. (laughs) All right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. We only have five more episodes left of Simplified ah! Chaos, so we hope you continue down this journey. We will be announcing soon what we will actually be doing once we finish. <laughs> what are we, Simplified doing? Chaos. Do we We're know keeping Nick? you all on a cliffhanger <laughs> as long as possible here. But if you liked today's episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing review on. Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, or simply you can share this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation. Conversation leads into action, and action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today, and we will see you again next week.
1: See y'all later.